Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome to Within the Lines, episode three. Today we have a packed episode for you guys. Uh, we got some NBA news. We got Chris Porzingis getting traded. Of course, we got the Super Bowl preview. Got some bets for you guys. Dodgers signed AJ Pollock. And then we have a fun little MCU Super Bowl themed draft at the end of the episode. So be sure to catch that. Don't forget our, uh, I don't know if we talked about our prop bet competition we got. Oh yeah, we got a good competition this week. A uh, loser has to wear the other team's football jerseys in the next podcast recording with picture evidence. So <laughs> that's not going to be fun. But yeah, let's get into this. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Okay, so the biggest news in the sports world uh, today is the Kristaps Porzingis trade to the Dallas Mavericks. We are recording this Thursday night. The trade happened earlier today. You know, the, the Knicks freeing up some cap space with the trade to the Mavericks. The Mavericks getting a second star to play along Luka Doncic. We have our NBA expert, Tyler Wooten, on the coverage. Tyler, what did you think of the deal? Yeah, um, he's really tall. He's seven foot three. Very tall. Um, I think he's from Europe. Probably. I yeah, think somewhere, so. I, just the name. I'm this is why go, we need a research department. I'm, go off. I'm just assuming with the name he's from Europe. Um, yeah, no, it seems like it'll be really good for both teams involved. Latavia. 
Latin, Lat- Lat- Latvia. So Latin America. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know anything about this guy. I legitimately didn't know who he was until you told me about the trade. <laughs> yeah, I, so I show up to Tyler's apartment. You know, first thing we got to talk about Christoph Brzezinga's trade. And what do I see? Tyler on basketball reference saying, oh, this guy's actually not that good. <laughs> and it didn't look that good. He's hurt. He's already has he, a, he already has a history of health issues. So oh, bold take. Watch out for that. How are you expecting him to perform in Dallas alongside Luka Doncic, another player you didn't know about before today? I've heard of him before because he's not hurt. He's actually healthy. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I will give him all the credit in the world once he gets healthy and is actually playing good. Haven't seen too much out of him first three years for me to... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need him to start dropping 35 like Harden for me to get on his uh, bandwagon train. Do you see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving going to the New York Knicks, Tyler? Um, I, maybe KD if they, you know, if they can. I think Kyrie wants to play with LeBron again. Well, yeah. Get him out here in LA. We'll see, though. I mean, they got the cap space. That's pretty much what this trade was. Freed up cap space. I know a lot of Knicks fans online are upset about it. But honestly, I don't think it's that bad of a trade. I mean, Kristaps, injury prone. Well, not injury prone, but coming off a bad injury. He's going to be a restricted free agent this year. So, I mean, another team, when you're a restricted free agent, another team can offer you something, and the Knicks would choose to match it. So another team could offer him four years, you know, $120 million, and the Knicks would have to match it to keep him. Okay. Do they want to re-sign an injury-prone guy if he only plays 20 games this year? I don't know. He, he is young. Um, he's oh, had absolutely. decent rookie couple of seasons, well, rookie season in the next two. But yeah. I think he's a superstar without a doubt, but this freed up the cap space. They got their worst contracts, and, you know, now they're in the tank mode. I don't know if you know who Zion Williamson is, Ty. He's, like, the most hyped yeah. rookie since LeBron. Duke? Yeah. Yeah. So they might get the number one pick, and then all of a sudden you got Zion Williams. Their rookie Kevin Knox is pretty good. Got money to sign big names. Yeah. Dennis Smith. They got some young guys, and that might be a destination where Kevin Durant looks at it like, okay, let's bring a ring to New York. Okay, let's, you know. Have them sign a couple of people, and you know KD likes going to teams that are already built. So <laughs> There you go. Because <laughs> they're going to have to go compete with the Anthony Davis Lakers once Anthony Davis gets trade, traded. That's going to happen. I mean, AD met with LeBron for dinner like a month ago, and then. No, they already got fined for whatever. Like, well, he got fined for publicly for announcing. Yeah. And so, and I, mean, I mean, it's all over everywhere. Rich Paul, yeah. Go there. LeBron pretty much owns Clutch Sports, even though he's technically not supposed to, but it's one of those things, wink, wink, everyone knows about it. <laughs> it's LeBron, so the NBA isn't going to do anything. I will be extremely shocked if Anthony Davis plays on any team but the Los Angeles Lakers next year. I don't know if he gets traded before the deadline. The Lakers kind of have to, based on their contracts. Yeah. But Do you think there's any way the Lakers get AD and Kyrie? Yes, they can. There's enough space. Kyrie would have to take a slight pay cut. He wouldn't get the max-max deal, but I mean, $4 million pay cut to play in a city where he's going to get opportunities outside of basketball. I mean, that's not too bad, but they could, especially because if they trade like Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, that's freeing up money, throw in like their pick from last year, Maritz Wagner, and they're going to have like 34, 35. No, not that much. It's like 32 mil. So they can make cap space. Yeah. They filling out the rest of the roster would be hard. You know, they'd have to sign a bunch of veterans to the veteran minimum, but Kyrie LeBron AD is like one of the scariest threesomes I've ever heard of. So it's better than Kyrie LeBron love. And oh, absolutely! Then, it's better than and Golden then Bosch, States. Bosch, Wade, and yeah. LeBron. It's better than it'll Steph, be the best big three he's ever had. It's better than Steph, KD, Clay. I think. Yeah, I probably. mean Steph's better than Kyrie, but it's not a huge margin. LeBron's better than KD. It's not a huge margin. Anthony Davis though is a top three player in the league, top five player oh, in the league. Monster. You know, so that's insane. But we got this NBA news leading into America's favorite segment, <laughs> Trivia Time with Tyler. Uh, as you may have may or may not tell, Tyler is an NBA whiz. He knows Absolutely. a lot about the NBA. So we're going to 
quiz them on some NBA stuff. So Knicks fans are disgruntled because they always like trade away their stars. They make stupid moves, and they haven't won a title since 1973, Tyler. That's wow. 45 seasons for a big market team. Yeah. There are five NBA teams that have a longer NBA championship drought than the New York Knicks. Mm. I will let you get try to guess all five. You get three X's, family feud style. Oh, okay. So you get to fire off a team X or get it correct. So this is going to be bad. I'm just going to start with that. Okay. First guess, the I wanna, Suns. I want to hear your thought process. The Suns. Do you have any reason behind it? They've never been good. The only player I can remember is like old Shaq being there and Steve Nash. Old Shaq and Steve Nash. Tyler, that is correct. The Phoenix Suns mm. are on a 50-year NBA title drought. They have never won the title. I like it. 50 years. They've been in existence 50 years without a title. One well, out of five so far. I'm already better than I thought I would do. There you go. 20% at the worst. Um, Let's see. Let's go. I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know if they've been around long enough because I don't know anything about them. Tyler, did you look this up before the episode? I did not, but I'm just guessing. It's really easy to guess bad teams. The Milwaukee Bucks is correct. The Knicks' last title was in 1973. The Bucks' last title, 1971. Mm. They are the team with the shortest title drought. That's more than the Knicks. Okay. So, so that is two out of five already, and you don't have a single X, Ty. Okay, okay. You better Hot not start. be Googling on your laptop. I'm not. Um, I see you looking at that screen. Whatever. Just go, run through some teams. Run through I'm some bad teams. Think, I'm trying to think of some bad teams here. Uh, let's go 76ers? <laughs> no, that is incorrect. <laughs> the 76ers have I won. Good this year, but they haven't been good. The 76ers' last championship came in 1983, 10 years after the Knicks. So it's been a while. Okay, but, okay. Um, so that is 1X. I'm going, this one's basically just a like a geographical pick here. Okay. People in Minnesota like hockey, not basketball, so I'm going with the Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves, Tyler, they have won a title since the New York Damn. Knicks. Their last <laughs> title came in, oh, no, Ooh. they have never, okay. But it wasn't longer if okay. they haven't been They have never won a championship, but they've only been around since 1989. That's a half So, X. I'm not giving you an X on that one. <laughs> but I'm not counting it because it hasn't been as long of a drought. So they've only been around, yeah, since 1989. So 20, going on 20 years. Okay. Not, no X, no correct, though. Uh, I'm going to need a little help here. OKC never won a title with KD. Yes, but OKC used to be the Seattle Sounders. Yeah, I know that. So I'm going, are, is it not cumulative? Are you not counting both teams together? No, they count together. So I'm going to guess them then. Uh, that is also incorrect, Ty. And I think it's the same situation as the... Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, no. They won in 1979 as the Seattle Supersonics. I said Sounders. That's the soccer team. That's why we need a research department. <laughs> Whatever. 1979. So that is two X's, Ty. Okay. Um, Do you want you want a lifeline, Ty? I'm going to need a lifeline here. Two of these teams are in the same state. Two of the final three are in the same state. West Coast, Middle, East Coast. West Coast. Western Conference. Okay, okay. And then the third is in the Eastern Conference in a different state. Two in the same state. Okay. The only place I could think of that would have two on the West Coast would be California. Perhaps. I'm going to go maybe Clippers? Clippers is correct. Let's go. 48 seasons of existence, no NBA title. Okay. So that is three years longer than the New York Knicks. I don't know who there's Golden State and the Lakers. Yes. 
Is there another one up? Yes. Who is it? <laughs> Tyler doesn't know his basketball. <laughs> Tyler does not know the fourth California oh, NBA team. There's Golden State Warriors. Think of big cities, Ty. Big cities in California. Just rip them off. You got L.A., San Francisco. Oakland. Oakland. That's where the Warriors play. Soon to be San Francisco. San Diego. San Diego. No basketball team in San Diego. Used to be the Clippers. Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Let's Kings go. is correct. They have the longest title drought in the NBA. 1951 was their last championship. 67 seasons ago. Okay, so that's... How many do I have now? Four? Four out of five. With a really generous X's. lifeline. Yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and you said the last one's For on the East Coast. All the marbles, Ty. On the East Coast. East Coast. Come on. Just fire off some teams and see if they stick in your head. Are they in the United States? Yes, they are in the United States. <laughs> There's the, the one Canada team. Oh, yeah, the Raptors. So, yeah, get out I'm of sorry. here. I'm sorry. Laughing at me, the <laughs> NBA expert. Um, dude, I have no idea. Just start naming off NBA teams in the East Coast that you know. I know good teams. I don't know enough about basketball to know the bad teams. This team is kind of topical right now. Their location is topical. Oh, don't tell me it's the Pelicans. Pelicans are in the Western Conference. How the hell are they in the I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I don't understand the geographical splits in NBA leagues and NHL. I'm going to have to tap out on this one, Jay. You I'm, have I'm to happy guess. With four or five. Pelicans. That was my guess. Oh, the Pelicans. No, that is incorrect, Tyler. The Pelicans last one. When they, I'm pretty sure when they were the Hornets. Let's see. The Pelicans last title. Oh, no. No championships. <laughs> but they've only been in existence since Jason, I'm gonna be 100%. 2002. I'm going to be 100% what? honest with you right now. Yes. I did not know the Hornets were the Pelicans and that the Hornets were no longer a basketball team. Okay, so, no, the Hornets are still a basketball okay, team. Okay, what the hell? So, the Charlotte Hornets became the Charlotte Bobcats. Okay. The Bobcats are a team? They used to be. When they made the Bobcats, they made the New Orleans Hornets. That's when CP3 was on them. Okay. On the team. And then they changed the Bobcats back to the Hornets and they changed the Hornets, the New Orleans Hornets, to the Pelicans. See, this is why I don't keep up with That's the That's confusing, I know. Uh, the fifth and final team was the Atlanta Hawks. Second longest title drought, 60 seasons, 1958. Why are they topical right now? The Super Bowl is in Atlanta. Oh, that's a real I sport. said the place. That's a real, wow. <laughs> like so basketball. four out of five, though, Ty. I mean, that's better than the Angels one. And then I think you did good last week on a Razzie one. I don't even remember, honestly. I did all right. I had a lot of help. You screwed up a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, talking about Atlanta and the Super Bowl, that leads us into our Super Bowl. You know, everyone's talking about it. If you haven't, you know, I mean, if you turn on SportsCenter, they're talking about the Super Bowl. So, we're not – we don't want to beat it to the bush, but I want to get your game prediction, Ty. Yeah, I still don't care. You still don't I still care? still don't care. I am going to hang out with you and all the friends and everybody and have a good time, and I could, I'm could. i going to watch the commercials. Just who do you think is going to win? Uh, Patriots. Never Patriots. Patriots. Do you have a score prediction for us? No. No score prediction, just the Patriots. I don't care enough about it. They'll probably blow a call and mess up my score at the end of the game. So. Oh, your you're Super Bowl square? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the Rams are going to get it done, and I think it's going to be Rams. Ooh, this is tough. Rams 26? No, no, no. They're going to score a lot at the end of the game because it's going to be like back and forth where they always score a bunch at the end. Rams 34. Patriots... 
is my score <laughs> prediction. All right. I, I my one thing I will say is, you know, leading into MVP predictions, no way Goff wins MVP. Oh no. If the Rams win, it's going to be running back or defense or. No I got way an Goff actual bet in Vegas on this. Aaron Donald plus fifteen hundred, fifteen to one odds. Twenty bucks pays out three hundred. I mean, to beat the Patriots, you got to get to Tom Brady. If the Rams win, I'm assuming Aaron Donald's going to have a big game. So that's my MVP. You know, got three hundred bucks on the line. I know I said I thought the Patriots were going to win because you never bet against the Patriots. Yeah. But if I were to bet against the Patriots for MVP odds, I'm going to go on the right next to your guy. I'm betting Kong. I think Bill Belichick's smart enough to find a way to lock down AD and not let him get to Tom Brady. So Sue will have a big Sue's game. He's going to be one on one. He's a good. He's a good uh, defensive lineman. You know. What are those odds? Do you remember? I don't. It was plus seven thousand five hundred. So seventy-five to one odds. That's ten bucks on that. Slap ten bucks. Seven hundred fifty dollar payout. Aaron, that's a good. It seems that's like a good one. Up. That's a good one. I mean, I've I think it's Aaron it Donald still, but yeah, I could see them doubling Aaron Donald to focus on Aaron Donald and, you know, Sue. Sue gets the one-on-ones and he can beat people one-on-one very easily. It might even be worth it to do like a Sue and then the other guy, Dante Fowler, the one that tipped Drew Brees' pass on the interception. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe put 10 bucks on each of them. They, I'm pretty sure they have the same odds, so maybe hope one of them has a big play like a strip sack or... Two, three sacks. I will not be surprised at all if the Rams win and it's a defensive MVP. I'd be, yeah, I'd be surprised if Goff or Gurley won, honestly, which is crazy because it's like their offense, which is so good. But, you know, against Patriots, it's not going to be your offense that wins the game. It's going to be the defense. Yeah. But, yeah, speaking of bets, we have a prop bet competition. We previewed it at the beginning of the show. Loser has to wear the other team's jersey. We picked out five fun prop bets. You know, we have a $100 budget. Probably not going to actually bet. 100 real dollars but we're having like a little fake casino bet our fake money and then whoever has the most money at the end you know is the winner so i could only win one of my bets but if it's a big bet that pays out a lot more i'll still win so it's not about not about hitting five out of five because you could pick five easy ones it's about making the most money so tyler do you want to do this you name one i name one or do you want to name your five and i name my five let's go back and forth here back and forth all right ty what is your most confident Selection. So I have two favorites and three underdog bets here. Which one are you most confident about? That's what I want to hear well, about. It's gonna first. be a favorite. Obviously. All right, let's hear it. Um, I'm gonna go with Will Maroon Five play Sweet Victory as a SpongeBob tribute at the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. The odds are minus two thirty, and I bet yes, and I will win six dollars if I bet fifteen. So you're betting fifteen of your hundred to win six. I think you're gonna be wrong on all your bets. So that six dollars is gonna carry me to the victory. So you're saying, yes, they're going to play that song? Yeah, I know. Definitely. I think I would have bet no on that. Because I think the rumor is Squidward will introduce them, but I don't know if they'll play the song. But oh, maybe they will. I wonder will. if I still win if it gets performed, but not by Maroon 5. If it gets performed at all, I will give you the win, Ty. Damn right. Even though that's not actually the odd. The one I am most confident about, it's actually even. I don't have any favorites in here. They're all underdogs. Even. Donald Trump tweets on the Super Bowl. The line is six. I'm betting under six. I'm putting $25 on that to win 25 You know, in Vegas, you'd get $50 back, but we're going off what we win. So I looked, did a little fact-checking last year in the Super Bowl. He had, I think, two or three tweets. Yeah, so, but he likes to do those long extended where it's like one tweet leads into a second tweet, like threads, yeah, but for one counts. idea. Yeah. So you got to be careful there. But I think, you know, the lockdown's over. He knows not a lot of people are paying attention to him on the Super Bowl, so I think maybe he'll tweet something 
you know, good luck to the Patriots, whatever, about the Super Bowl. And I think maybe he'll tweet something I think about global warming not being real. But I don't see him <laughs> tweeting, like, about the game or tweeting six times. I just I don't see it. I think you got to watch out for a player kneeling in the Super Bowl during the national anthem. That'll hurt you there. He'll go off on Oh, player. yeah. Not, yeah. We're not a politics podcast, though. No politics, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, bet 25 to win 25. That is my lowest odds on my list. Okay. Uh, my, my next one is also a favorite. It's a... Uh, what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the game? And I bet <laughs> it will go up just from the start of the game to the end of the game. Bitcoin's value will go up. Okay. The odds were minus 130. I'm betting $10. I will win $7.69. <laughs> now, my logic behind this is head coach of the Rams is Sean McVay. He's a young dude. Yes. He's hip. Yes. Everyone's going to be like, oh, he's young. He's hip. Let's get into cryptocurrency. Why not? <laughs> well, if people are betting with Bitcoin, it might raise the price because that's how a lot of people bet online. Mm-hmm. So people are going to be the demand of Bitcoin is going to be more so the prices are going to rise because people are going to want to do like live betting. It's, it's a Sherlock. I'm going to make that money. A Sherlock. Okay. Might as well just put, put your bank account now. on it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put what I have in Bitcoin on it. There you go. How much do you have in Bitcoin? I think like 10 bucks. <laughs> you really have Bitcoin? Yeah, I do. <laughs> really bad investment, but it'll go up during the Super Bowl. Uh, my, next, <laughs> my next lowest odds, plus 500, so 5 to 1 odds. Will Rob Gronkowski retire after the game? I'm saying yes, Rob Gronkowski will retire. If the Patriots win, he's undoubtedly going to retire, I think. I mean, he's already talked about how much it beats up his body and everything. You know, He hasn't looked good this season because if, of it. Yeah, if they lose, it's a little more tricky because he might want to come back you know, and prove something again. But I still feel like if they lose, I mean, he's getting banged up so much. And like he even said, he kind of avoided the question in media day. And, you know, like when you kind of give that demeanor it makes me think that it's on your mind and i am you know i think if it's on your mind then you need to do it it's not one of those things where you should be like i kind of want to retire and you keep playing football and mess your body up it's like fighting you don't want to fight half wanting to retire tricky thing about this is it's after the game so if he retires in two months we're not going to know that Mm. so are we doing after the game or are we doing it like does it have to be that day or can it be from the game to our next recording? I'll let you, I'll go till the next recording. Okay. Day. So that gives yeah, me four day hit. window. Yep. I think the other thing with that too is Gronkowski is such a big star. He can go and make money outside of football oh, yeah. doing other stuff, doing a oh, movie yeah. or, you know, like Ronda Rousey, she went in, what is it? Fast and Furious. Yeah. Well now she's in you WWE. Know, she, yeah. yeah. And so she can go outside. You can go outside of his sport <laughs> and make money. So be a WWE guy. He was be, in WrestleMania. Hilarious. I said that weird. He did <laughs> WrestleMania. He did like a guest appearance. And he, like, yeah. tackled someone. So I think if the Patriots win, absolutely. If not, I think there is still a good chance. So I got to agree with your bet there. That one worries me. So, yeah. I bet 10 bucks on that to win 50 Okay. Uh, my next one is color of liquid dumped on the winning coach <laughs> after they win the Super Bowl. I'm betting orange. Orange? Wow. Orange. It orange was an underdog. It's a frisky color. It's a frisky color. It's plus <laughs> 450 I sh- I'm just feeling it. Why orange, Ty? What about orange? I, I, was, I was looking at all the other colors. There was like water, blue, purple was even. I don't know why purple was even. Mm-hmm. Feeling orange. Orange. Okay, I don't think I would bet on orange. I'd probably bet on blue because blue is like universally the most yeah beloved. Yeah. Orange is the color. color of Gatorade, like like the jugs. Oh, okay. Orange on the inside. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, inside tip. What are you betting on that? Uh, I bet twenty five, and if that hits, I will win a hundred and twelve dollars and fifty cents. Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, my next lowest odds is another Maroon Five one. The first song performed by Maroon Five on the halftime show. There's a lot of good choices. I wanted to pick that girls like you, 
that one song. I don't. I think that's how it goes. But it has Cardi B in it, and Cardi B (laughs) isn't going to be at the Super Bowl, so I don't think they're going to perform that. But that's like their hit song. I'm going with Move Like Jagger Mm. or Moves Like Jagger. It was older, lowest odds, but it was still plus six hundred. So I mean, I think that's probably their most popular song. I was looking through the list, and that was the only one I started singing in my head when I read it. (laughs) So. I think it's a nice uplifting song. Gets everyone on the field like when they do that fake jump when they're cheering. They'll get them jumping. That'll be a good way to get them pumped up for the show. Get them moving, yeah. So that's $40 I'm putting down. I'm putting down 40% of my payroll to win 240 mm. So that's a big that's bet. A risky that's a bet. That's, that's, that, could, that could screw you in the end. It could, but it's not going to because that's what they're going to play. And I might actually put real-life money on that. That is how confident I am in that bet. <laughs> I like it. All right. Mine, uh, you know, there's a Super Bowl going on. Do you know there's one other bowl going on that day, Jason? What bowl are we talking about, Tyler? The motherfucking puppy bowl. The, the puppy bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so there's prop bets for the puppy bowl, amongst Absolutely. other things. Uh, the one I am choosing, I'm putting $25 on this. Will a pumpy, pumpy, <laughs> will a puppy attempt to mate? Oh, you are going with the mating one. I think a dog's going to get his bone. You're I'm betting saying yes. yes for plus 600. Plus 600 on the yes. So you bet $25, I'm going to win 150 and a puppy's going to win a nice little uh, little something. Well, here's here's a counter argument to that. Would they televise it? Even if he starts humping another dog, maybe they don't show it. I, That's the risky part of the bet. I'm going to need some people behind the scenes to update me on that. I feel like there's <laughs> going to at least be one article if they do do it, how they had to like cut real quick or something. Yeah. So I'll, I'll count figure, that. I'll figure this out. If it happens and it doesn't, it gets cut, I'll still count it. If there's something out there that can confirm that a puppy tried mating, I will count it. It does not have to be televised. It's going to happen. I know they're young, but I I know they're young, but I mean, it's dog ears. You got to get in where you get in, you know, got to get in where you fit in. (laughs) Uh, My next lowest odds are plus 1000. So that is 10 to one odds. The winning margin at halftime. So the score, you know, however much someone's winning at halftime, I'm going with the Rams have a lead and it's going to be a 10 to 12 point lead at halftime. Plus 1000, 10 to one. I'm putting $15 on that to win 150. So this going against... My conventional logic, which is usually the Patriots get out early, they take the lead, you play from behind. But I feel like the Rams, you know, I don't know. I feel like they're going to shock them a little bit. I think, you know, they might score. They might be up like seven. And then at the end of the half, you know, Greg DeLeg is going to kick a field goal. They're going to be up by 10 going into half. Patriots will probably have the ball at half, so it's not going to be like a big deal. But I feel like the Rams are going to be able to get a one-possession game to a two-possession game at the very end of the half. And... I don't know. I'm not too confident about that, but I think, you know, plus 1,000, that's pretty good odds for something that's not too unconceivable. Okay. Okay. What's your last bet, Ty? My final one, which is my biggest underdog, will any kick be returned for a touchdown? I was looking at that. We talked about that. I'm betting yes. What are the odds on that? Plus 650. So I'm going to bet 25 on that as well, and I'm going to win 162 when it does. 162. 50 cents. Oh, 50. That could make a difference. forget that. When it does hit, because it's going to hit. It's a Super Bowl. People yeah, get, people get frisky in the Super Bowl. Biggest stage. How about punt or kick, like a? Is it going to be a punt or a kickoff? What do you think? I was going with kickoff, but I don't think it specifies here for the odds. Yeah, I think it's either or. But I'm asking you, what do you think it's going to be a punt? I or think a it'll kickoff? be kickoff. Ooh, a kickoff by what team? Bold. Pro- hold on, bold prediction here, Jason. All right, let's hear it. Will you double my return if it's on the opening kickoff? Yes, I will double your return if it's the Devin Hester opening kickoff from the Bears like mm, 10 years ago. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. So that's my bold prediction. It's going to be the first play of the game. It's going to be first. a house call. Well, that kind of contradicts my last bet, which is the highest odds, the time remaining on the clock after the first score. 
an opening kickoff would not be good for that because no, my bet is five minutes and 30 seconds to five minutes and 59 seconds, which means it's going to take six minutes and one second to six minutes and 30 seconds for the first score. So it's time remaining on the clock after the first score. Yes. That's just at the end of the quarter. So if they score in the first minute of the second quarter. No, it's only the first quarter. Oh, it's not the first The first score, score in the first quarter. In the first quarter. Okay. So 5.59, excuse me. My logic here is if the Patriots get the ball first, they're going to do one of their methodical drives. It'll take about six minutes to 6.30. And even if they kick a field goal, that's a score. It's not a touchdown. Uh, my, Or there's two possibilities. The Patriots get the ball, drive maybe two, three, two, three minutes, stall. Because the Patriots are going to take time off because they run the stupid dip and dunk. You know, they're not going to have a lot of incompletions. So they're yeah. going to take something off the clock. Rams get the ball back. They score in two to three minutes. You know, that's around six minutes. Or the Rams start with the ball have a quick one-minute possession like against the Saints, and then the Patriots start, you know, around the 40-yard line. Only takes like four minutes to score from there. So I think, you know, the plus 2,500, 25 to 1 odds, I mean, it's kind of like a trivial thing. You can't really like strategically Yeah, there's no way. It's just clear. It's going to hit it, or it isn't. Even though I added strategy to it. But, I mean, $10 bet, I'm putting on that to win 250. That would be my biggest winner, and it's my lowest bet. I have two ten dollar bets. You were a lot more risky with yours. I, I oh, absolutely. a little conservative. I still hit some nice little underdogs, but yeah. I mean, I think the Trump one's going to happen. That's twenty five dollars. So hopefully, I mean, all in all, I could potentially win seven hundred fifteen dollars of our make believe money. If all of mine hits, I win four thirty nine and twenty two cents. Yeah. So I mean, I got the bigger upside, but I got the bigger risk, obviously. So obviously, I'm, I'm two different approaches. And if we <laughs> we both lose, then we have to wear each other's jerseys. We just end up with zero. <laughs> Neither of us, either none of them hit. <laughs> One of them will hit. There's no way we both have all five bets not hit. <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah, so, I mean, we were going to do Angels-Dodgers jerseys, but I cannot wear an Angels jersey. That won't happen. And You're it's football team. enough. You know I'm going to win. I'm not confident. I, I just don't want to wear an Angels jersey, ever. <laughs> Unless it's a life or death situation, I'm not putting that red on me. See, I'm confident, so I, it would kill me to put on a Dodgers jersey, but I know I'm going to win. <sighs> No, it's not going to happen. Speaking of Dodgers jerseys, uh, the biggest news since our last episode, New which player wearing one broke. Yeah, that the news broke on the day we usually record the episode, the day before we interviewed Ross Stripling. So it was kind of bad timing there. Well, the day after we interviewed Stripling, Dodgers signed AJ Pollock. Um, as a Dodger fan, okay. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a lateral move from Yasiel Puig. I think you're kind of. You're getting better defense. You're getting a center fielder, which the team didn't have, even though you could have put Verdugo in center field. But I don't know. People are saying how he's a right-handed bat, which we needed, but he hit 221 against lefties, which isn't great. Yeah, his career numbers are good, so I guess that could have been a down year, but at the same time, I'm going off my most recent you know, sample size. Hurt a lot. Hasn't had a full season since 2015. You know, it's he still played 113, 112 games the last two years, but... Yeah. It's still not a full season. He's kind of regressing, but it's kind of a low-risk, high-reward signing. It's kind of like an angel signing, signed a guy that isn't where he used to be, hoping that he turns back into what he used to be. <laughs> uh, but it could work out. I think we're still short an outfielder. I think we could have kept Pollock and Puig, which really upsets me. But that's yeah, a discussion for another day. I don't think he's too big of an upgrade over Puig. No. Of, you know, getting rid of Puig and then just signing him instead of, you know, everyone was expecting Harper when you get rid of those players. Oh, yeah. So. Well, in that trade, they only saved, uh, what was it, $10 million, $13 million? Yeah. So, it's, they didn't really save that much money. They could have traded Alex Wood, 
who ended up getting paid like nine mil and saved the same amount of money. They could have just traded Wood for like a prospect and then like cut Kemp for the roster spot and they would have ended up paying the same amount and kept Puig right field, Pollock center field, Verdugo left field. But now with us shopping Peterson, we don't know who should play in left field. People are saying Bellinger. I looked at the defensive stats. Bellinger's way better at first than left. And Muncy's actually way better at second than first. And everyone's like, ooh, Muncy's a bad fielder. <laughs> statistically, he's much better at second base. So, um, I don't know what they're doing. If we're being honest here, the Dodgers find a way to win every goddamn season. And it yes, we do. Out of me. So but I we never win at all. We'll make the playoffs. I'm yeah. not worried about that. I mean. What was your Dodgers? <laughs> so you had a Dodgers yeah, take. Going off of that, how the Dodgers always win, but mm-hmm. have not won at all. Yes. My little, my little spicy take here for you. Let's hear it. So over the past six years, the Dodgers have made the playoffs six times. Yes. Third longest streak in MLB history. Yeah. They have made three championship Three games. consecutive NLCSs and two consecutive World Series. Yes. The Dodgers over the past six years, their dynasty has been the best team ever to go without winning a World Series. I would, that, yeah, I would agree. Because there's been some dominant teams. The Braves and the Yankees. Yes. But they won. But they won it all. The Dodgers are the best team in history to not have a World Series trophy for that. This that, Dodgers that, dynasty that, that Dodgers is the best dynasty. team. Yep. I agree. And it's frustrating. I was looking at it. It's, it that's got to be rough because they are it so is. good. They are so consistently good. And it. I hate saying it. I know. But I got to admit doesn't matter. when I see it. I know. It. 2017 was a 100% our year. Last year wasn't. It was the Red Sox year, whatever. 2017, 100% was our yeah. year, and we freaking lost it. And I don't like talking about it, but I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> um, but the good thing about the Dodgers is we're going to be contenders for the next six more years. I you mean, guys still have a good farm system. You still have oh, you know, yeah. Corey Seager, still a great young star who's going to come back yeah. this season. You have Bellinger. You have plenty Bueller, of Bueller, Urias, yeah. exactly. Kershaw for three more on. years. <laughs> Uh, you guys are so good, and you're so consistently good. Verdugo is coming up. He's going to be. never won the trophy. And maybe we won't ever win. I mean, I've said it a million times. A heartbreaker. I'd rather win one World Series and not make the playoffs for 20 years than make the world the playoffs 20 years in a row and not win a World Series. Granted, you have a better chance if you make the playoffs 20 years in a row. So obviously, you want to take that road. You don't want to just go all in on one year. Yeah. I They have to. There's no way they're going to do this and not win. But. I'm just saying. I'm not expecting it. Especially if they go without, you know, they don't win the World Series in the next, say, three years and their team kind of falls apart. Yeah, I think they'll still keep Bueller and all them, though. Still, but they will be the best dynasty in baseball history to never win a World Series, Jason. Yeah, probably. And it sucks. It genuinely sucks. That's got, but like, for me, like, you know, come September, I know the Angels are done. (laughs) It's easy. I just ease myself into it and it's over and it's fine. Playoff baseball is so fun, though. Yeah, it is. It made me cry in the World Series this year, <laughs> but it's so fun, man. It's just, it's so freaking hard, dude. Like, I love baseball, so I'm excited still. Like, I'm like, I can't wait until baseball starts. But there gets a point when I'm, like, watching a game in May, because I try to watch every Dodger game, and I'm just like, this doesn't matter. Like, yeah. we're going to make the playoffs, and that's when it matters. But at the same time, I still get pissed off when we lose a game in May <laughs> on some stupid stuff. So... Yeah, I think that's one thing. You know, football is fun and it's really big hype, but it's one game and you're winner, yeah. you're eliminated. 
baseball, it's every single game matter. You know, yeah, every single pitch series. in those exactly. every single game matters. Yeah, and so it's just so. Much, I mean, nothing's as tense as playoff baseball. Yeah, because throughout an entire season of baseball, yeah, it doesn't matter if you lose one out of 162; it's not really going to affect you in the end. Oh most no, most likely. Yeah. But playoffs, one pitch actually matters, and yeah. you have to win. You know, it's yeah. a series of seven games. One Kenley Jansen's one pitch to Marwin Gonzalez—that mm-hmm. was a home run that changed the whole World Series. I mean, I, it's. Nothing is worse in sports. And, I mean, if you're a defense in the red zone, you know, and the team's about to score the game-winning touchdown, I'm sure that's butt-clenching material. You know, same thing with hockey, same thing with basketball. There definitely is these tight moments. Oh, yeah. But nothing feels worse than when your team is pitching in the World Series, Tyler. Let me tell you, I, dude. I would not know this. I don't care who's <laughs> on the mound. I don't care how big the lead is. When your pit team is pitching in the World Series, I don't even want to watch because it's like everything's so big and – the only thing that could happen when you're pitching is bad. Like, obviously, if you shut them out, something good happens. But you can't extend your lead while you're pitching. You can that's only true. hold what you have. Hold what you have. And that's what makes it so terrifying. And even, I mean, when we blow 4 nothing leads in the World Series multiple <laughs> times, it makes it even more terrifying. Oh, yeah. So, But Pollock, you know, I don't think he's going to be the difference. Maybe he is. I looked at his stats, and a lot of his games missed are in June and July, and a lot of his games played. I think his most games he has played is in September slash October. Which one you guys are going to be making a run yeah. for? That's really only one month. They yeah. say September slash October. They only ever play like two or three games in yeah. October, so I'm not counting that as two months. So I don't care if he's out in June and July. If he comes back in October and he's hitting good and he's that leadoff guy we need, I mean, I still think Seager's an MVP candidate. You know, Turner's got two more good years in him. Bellinger, I think, will rebound. Muncy's a question mark. We'll see. I mean, I got in some Twitter arguments today, which were pretty fun. <laughs> uh, shout out Frank Talk LA if you're listening to this. I don't know if you are. And Michael Whitman, I think, was the other guy I was arguing with. I mean, yeah. we talked about Bryce Harper. He downplayed Bryce Harper. He's like, oh, if the Padres sign Bryce Harper, they're going to be World Series contenders. Pretty much <laughs> making fun of the people who are saying that Bryce Harper's like the final piece of the puzzle for the Dodgers. Dude, like we obviously know that one player doesn't make the difference and Bryce Harper going to the Padres is way different than Bryce Harper going to the Dodgers. And that's what I took offense to it is like just because the Dodgers don't need Bryce Harper doesn't mean he's not a huge impact to someone. You know what I mean? No, definitely. It's like sports fans, you know, it's like, oh, this team, we don't need this player. So that player is not a big deal. You know, like we might not need a freaking Corey Kluber right now, but that doesn't mean Corey Kluber is not an ace. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you think about it, excluding the World Series, the Dodgers have been a built dominant team for a while. Yeah. That would be like saying, you know, KD going to the Warriors yeah. would be the same as KD going to, let's say, the Suns, going back <laughs> to trivia time. You know, clearly he's not going to carry the Suns, but him at going to the Warriors and being that extra piece on an already great dominant team yeah. is going to be the piece and that, for the Dodgers, pushes them Obviously, over. there's more impact in basketball than baseball. Yeah. More, but that's why I made the joke in that Twitter argument. I was like, oh, since Anthony Davis hasn't won anything on the Pelicans, he's not going to win anything on the Lakers. Because yeah. it's the same logic. Mm-hmm. And the joke flew over their head and they're like, Oh, basketball, there's more of an impact and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, do you really think that I, and then I, I said, I was joking and he was like, Oh, do you just pretend to be joking when you're wrong? I was like, do you really <laughs> think that I think that Anthony Davis won't make an impact on the Lakers, dude? Like, I gotta say, if you enjoy sports arguments and stuff on Twitter, please follow Jason at each <laughs> Yeah. I love sports arguments. And then it got into something else about the Dodgers not wanting to win, which is just stupid. I mean, you can disagree with the moves. I disagree. I, I reflected on the Reds trade, and I extremely disagree with it now. You could disagree with the moves. You could disagree with what they do. You could disagree with all that. 
But at the end of the day, the front office is still trying to win. Whether it's now or later, they're still trying to win. No front office is like, oh, we don't want to win. Let's not sign Bryce Harper because we don't want to win. Especially with a team who's been so competitive. It's not like you've yeah. been garbage and you're going to tank. Like, Yeah, and like, it's like that people are saying we don't want to win. Like, that the Yankees want to win more than us. Like, that's so absurd, dude. Just because the Yankees spent big on Giancarlo doesn't mean they want to win more. Yeah. And that guy even said in his argument, he's like, well, if they go over the luxury tax, then I'll admit I'm wrong. I'm like, oh, so you're not going to admit you're wrong with the results. You're only going to admit you're wrong if they spend the money, regardless yeah. of results. Like, that's such backwards logic. And that's what I also didn't like. I think the thing is, it's a balancing act for the front office. You have, yeah. to, you have to either decide whether you're going to throw all your chips away, spend all the money to win now, or try and stay competitive, but also make sure five years from now, you're not going to be terrible. Yeah. And, I mean, we have – we could go over the luxury tax one year because we have a lot of money off the books. And I understand being frustrated with a billion-dollar team that has, you know, a monopoly on the TV rights and they charge a bunch for tickets and concessions. And they make a lot of money. And I I do kind of stand in the same argument where it's like, why do fans care how the team spends money? Like, why, why should a fan – be like, oh, I don't want the Dodgers to spend all their money. Like, no, spend your money. I don't care. Like, your job is to field a competitive team. I don't care if you have to spend more for it. But it doesn't mean they have to spend. You know what I mean? Spending doesn't always equal winning. Yeah, and that's – but at the same time, spending does help. And being a penny pincher, you know, especially when you're a team like the Dodgers. And they're not penny pinchers. They still have, like, the third largest payroll in the MLB. But it's a balancing act. And a lot of fans either fall on one side or the other – and don't realize it's a mixture of both. And those two f- fan groups just clash. And it's hilarious because I argue with both <laughs> of them. And they're like, okay, whose side is this guy on? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're talking about spending money here and everything. There's yeah. a couple of players out there asking for a lot of money right now in the free agent market. Mm-hmm. I was dying of laughter this week, Jason. Why is that? On tight? Twitter. Because Philadelphia Phillies fans have to have the worst blue balls shout and, out to miko yeah it has to have the worst blue balls in the history of blue balls again all <laughs> sorts of excited there are so many reports that bryce harper not only was signing with the phillies but was signing you know today when the reports yeah. came out so bryce harper will sign by the end of the day and you know he may have signed or anything but no reports or, or nothing has been confirmed there was nothing and it was all over twitter i mean he still could sign up. He could, but the fact that it was like, oh, he's going to do it today, and it was basically like, oh, it's confirmed he's with the Phillies and he's signing today, and then there's just Well, he met with the Padres today. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. I mean, shoot, if I'm Bryce Harper and the Padres want to throw me like five years, like like $40 million a year, why not? I mean... Pay more for his prime years and don't waste money in the back end. It depends how much you care about contending, but you would still hit the open market at 30. You're still in your prime. Yeah. You don't need a 10-year deal, so... I will I'll die of laughter, though, if Harper signs somewhere else. With, Angels, you know, bro, they, the you guys just need to throw money at him. Screw it. Give him a five-year deal with $40 million, And if, if Trout leaves, worst-case scenario, you have Harper for three more years. And I like the way you're talking. Harper can convince Trout to stay, maybe. It doesn't have to be a 10-year deal, but you know, it, that's probably what he's asking for. When they for. came up, it was always Harper, Trout, Harper, Trout, who's better? Who? Why not put him together? I know. You guys would be over the luxury tax this year, but you have some money freeing up. and Who cares? You, you you have Harper and Trout. You have the, You're the in a situation <laughs> where you kind of have to make a run for it yeah. now. It's either do it now or just blow it up. Yeah. So that's a team that could do it. And the Padres, I mean, they're young. They got cap space. They got Eric Cosmer. We'll see. I mean, I could. what if they got Machado and Harper? That'd be insane. I no, doubt it. Insane. <laughs> I still think Machado goes to the White Sox. It's the perfect irrelevant team for him. I said in the beginning of the offseason, he's going to go 
to an irrelevant team. I mean, they might be relevant with him on it because they'll win more, but like the Mets was my prediction at the beginning of the offseason. Yeah. They're kind of in the same boat. I, I will say I think Harper's more, he wants to win. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, I don't know Machado. I don't know him personally, but just as far as him jogging in the World Series yeah. with the Dodgers and stuff, I think he's going to get his paycheck and he's going to be happy showing up, getting his paycheck every day and going home in October, like yeah. or September. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll see though. I mean, everyone cares about winning, but if the difference is 40, 50, 60 million across X amount of years, like. I think Machado would be the person to say, screw winning, go, you know, yeah. to the White Sox. Well, Harper too, you know, if you have. Five years, one hundred fifty million from the Dodgers, or eight years, freaking two hundred fifty million from the Padres. Like, why wouldn't you take the Padres? Like, yeah, you have solace knowing that you going there is going to draw more people in, and that's so much money. You to turn it down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I think especially if the contracts laid out right, to where you know that maybe they aren't competitive now, but if I'm with this team for eight years. And, you know, yeah. con- I'm not going to make as much in the back end of my contract, maybe, so they can start bringing people into yeah. be competitive down the road. I could see it. I don't know. I laugh at fans that, like, get mad at players for requesting more money or whatever. Like, dude, imagine going to your, like, imagine your family getting mad at you because you asked for a raise at your yeah. job. That's my favorite thing ever. It's like, no, and it's like, oh, don't ask for more money. Like, this is his job. He's yeah. good at his job. So he's asking for more money doing yeah. his job. <laughs> Who cares if it's millions? Like, he still deserves yeah. more. But at the same time. You know, Scott Boris is all pissed because he thinks the MLB is, like, colluding against his his clients. But, like, if an MLB team doesn't want to pay Bryce Harper $300 million, like, suck it up, dude. Like, yeah. you're not doing your job good enough. Like, teams are smart enough to realize not to, you know. If you're going to make that big of a difference for someone's team, they'll pay you. Yeah. And if they don't feel like you're going to make that difference, you're not going to make the money you're asking. Yeah. It's not, you know, I mean, MLB teams have been burned by big contracts so often. That's why. Last year we had the same story. You know, Arietta didn't get the deal he wanted. Yeah. Moustakis rejected the qualifying offer and then took like a $4 million deal. It was the exact same thing offseason. You know, these big guys haven't signed. They're not getting paid as much as they should. And maybe John Carlos Stan has the last massive contract. And Harper signs a two six-year deals that end up being the same, but they're not, not all 12-year year commitments. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe by our next podcast, the news will break. Probably not. Maybe by the time this drops, the news will break. Maybe the news broke right now. Honestly, by the time we stop recording this, it's going to drop. Every episode, yeah, something has happened. We had the Cody <laughs> Alley signing, the the Pollock signing happened right after. Let me just check Twitter real quick to make sure nothing's just happened. Double check. No, yeah, it's nothing's trending on Twitter except like Dion Sanders. It'll happen tonight. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. But yeah, I mean that's all for sports talk. You know, we got some. We don't really have any gaming. I was away in Vegas for a yeah, week. Didn't nothing. play. Boston skins on Counter Strike, but. Whatever. No gaming, yeah. Uh, we got some DC news, Tyler. Do you want to hit us with the DC news? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really anything Marvel, um, but there was a lot, you know, DC. Uh, they dropped release dates, I believe, for movies, and they dropped, like, a teaser trailer for, I want to say it's Birds of Prey, which is, like, the girl movie for the DC. Yeah, uh, like Harley, Harley Quinn and, and stuff. And, yeah. And so they also released that Ben Affleck is no longer going to be Batman. Yeah. And they haven't announced who it's going to be, though, right? No, they haven't announced it, but I believe the... I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but they're expected to go with a younger Batman for, like, their next movie. So, you know, Ben Affleck... More of an origin be, story? I don't know. It, how they, does it fall into the DC DCEU? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're just going to, you know, forget about Batman and probably Superman, too. Well, Henry Cavill's already reported to be done. Exactly. So. He's already reported he's in the same boat as Affleck. So I don't know if they're just going to kind of forget about them and start a new one or just say hey those you know forget about those guys look at the new young Batman yeah like, maybe they just do standalones they don't have to do a universe there's 
you know, Batman and Superman are still the two most popular superheroes. I mean, you could throw Spider-Man maybe in the top three, but those are definitely two of the top three, like just popularity wise. You you don't need a extended universe. You know, you could just do a Batman universe and it'll draw money. You could do a Superman universe and it'll draw money. The Dark Knight and the Batman Begins and those movies made a bunch of money. And yeah, it was kind of before the MCU where everyone has this standard now. Yeah. But I still think they can make plenty of money doing that. Yeah. Birds of Prey 2020 film, Harley Quinn, Huntress and Black Canary. Battle, okay. Crime, Kingpin, Black Mask, and Gotham City. Release date February 7th, 2020. They, I believe they also released uh, dropped the release date for Suicide Squad 2, which is going to be directed by James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy and got fired for his tweets. tweets yeah. DC hired him on to do that movie, which August, I think is a great idea. August 6th, 2021. Okay, so yeah. so I'm excited for that movie. The first one wasn't that good, but I think the biggest thing... Well, let me get your opinion. How do you think they fixed the DCEU? Do you think it's by doing standalones? I mean, maybe, but I think... I mean, we talked about this before. That's why that transition was so silky mm, smooth. You like that. Uh, <laughs> maybe they just go with a villain universe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how that would work because they still have to fight the good guys. But maybe they just rely on, you know, the Suicide Squad, the Harley Quinn, the Joker, and kind of tie all that in and do like an anti-hero villain, you know, extended universe. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who they would fight. Yeah. But... You know, maybe that's what they do. I mean, the heroes obviously aren't working. They kind of already ruined it, you know, and maybe they do the standalones. And maybe, you know, how badass would it be if they did like this villain, you know, universe and then they do all the standalone superhero movies. They don't show like any connection. They don't tease it like Marvel. And then all of a sudden at one of the villain movies, they kind of tease all of them coming together. together. Like that would be better, you know. I don't see if, I don't know if they'll do that after how bad the DCU was flopped yeah but. I, I mean they attempted their thing at doing the same as marvel and it, it's failed i'm looking forward to shazam uh, that's a dc yeah. movie superhero movie that looks like it could be really good but i i think their best thing to do is do standalones they have the standalone joker film with joaquin phoenix coming up which is like a what do you call a mexican golfer with no golf cart what joaquin <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. That's terrible. <laughs> they got that standalone movie coming out, and then they have another Joker movie by itself with Jared Leto as Joker. Yeah. And then, you know, they have Suicide Squad coming out, uh, Suicide Squad 2 coming out. They have Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. So I'm, do standalones. Do you use your characters? Do standalones and then the villains? And, you know, they don't always have to connect. Like you're saying, why not make all of these just individual instead of trying to force them to connect? Yeah. And then surprise... Well, because they rushed the whole process. Yeah, that's really you know? what they, I think they need to take a step back and start making movies about one character at a time. Start building up their characters because that's why Marvel was so good is they built up this character. They built the up core this character. core four, yeah. And then they came together. DC was like, hey, look, there's, you know, we'll do Superman. Now let's do Batman. Let's do Wonder Woman in that movie too at the same time. And you just don't care about the characters to as much. To play devil's advocate about DC, I do think their superheroes are a little more established than Marvel. You know what I mean? They are. With backstory, you know, like yeah. Captain America, not, you know, obviously comic book fans know, but the general audience doesn't really know Captain America's backstory. Iron Man, you know, you know who Iron Man is. You don't really know his backstory, you know, so maybe that was their logic. They didn't have maybe, to do backstory. But, I mean, even with, you know, you look at Marvel, they have a character, Spider-Man, who's been done, you know, two other series before the MCU. Yeah. So they jumped through the origin and he still got his own solo movie where Iron Man showed up, but it wasn't yeah. a key piece to the thing. And you know, it was built that character up yeah. instead of forcing other people in. Well, yeah, like it was strange. Like, 
Aquaman, if they would have done that movie before Justice League, it would have made more sense. Yeah. Because now he's like the king of the sea. And before, like, I don't even remember Justice League. Like, what was he? I just remember, like, Ben Affleck went to the Fisher people. Yeah. The Fisher people. The 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 Fisherman, yeah. And he was all like, (laughs) yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know if they extend it. I mean, they still have the Aquaman guy, so obviously he's still in it. I mean, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's coming out with another movie. So. Well, we'll see what they do. I do think the villain idea is good because, you know, before... I, don't, I haven't seen Aquaman. I know Shazam's going to be a little more lighthearted, but yeah. DC has tried to do a lot of dark films with their superheroes. Hasn't always worked. Yeah. That would be perfect for a villain universe. Yeah, and I mean, maybe they go more on... You know, like, Marvel movies are great. They're entertaining, you know, and they always get really high reviews. But, like we said last week, or maybe it was week before, Black Panther's the first one to get... You know, the top... I'm drawing a blank right here. Best Picture. Yeah. Black Panther is the first one to get Best Picture. You know, even though they're critically acclaimed movies, they're not really, like, that kind of critically acclaimed. And maybe DC just goes for that. Like, maybe we don't do do traditional, fun, feel-good superhero movies, and we try to make movies that are, like, critically good and hope the audience latches onto that identity. I will say, if they... You know, we talked about this with the Black Panther winning Best Picture. If The Dark Knight was released next year... It would be nominated. Yeah. With the how much comic book movies have grown and taken over that. Oh, yeah. You know, that, you know, uh, company thing? Uh, movies. Industry. Whatever. Yeah, industry. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's the way they go. Yeah, I mean, that's like the smartest thing to do, I think, in my, my opinion. If they don't do the villain thing, like, just go for critically acclaimed movies. Just try to make the best movies possible. They don't have to fit the, the traditional superhero mold. They don't have to, you know, do this or that maybe sacrifice you know box office they don't have to be but just make something that's good and then hope that that kind of captures the audience because marvel movies they didn't start off they were good movies but they didn't start off like the dark knight you know once they built their following once they built all that that's when they kind of got more critically acclaimed and they got their feeling and everything iron man was really good and they had the incredible hulk which was whatever thor which was whatever but even though iron man was good it it never presented itself to be like an award-winning movie you know what i mean like those kind of movies you know that they're trying to win awards Mm -hmm. so but i don't know i mean we're talking like it's an easy thing it's not an easy thing to win an oscar (laughs) we can't just be like oh yeah let's make a movie that's gonna win an oscar like well, it's harder than that. I think it is easier for comic book things, though, because they have so many good storylines already to make movies off of. Yeah. Go off of your best-selling, your best critic, you know, comic book series. Shoot, maybe they just go with the Lego universe, man. Do it. Lego Batman was so funny. Oh, my God. That movie was 10 out of 10 on the Jason scale. Have you seen scale. the, what is it, the Lego movie 2? hasn't come out yet. Oh, I'm hasn't? planning on seeing it, like, the did. first day it's out. <laughs> I was thinking maybe we do like two movie Tuesdays because it's Discount Tuesday here, and we see a movie every week and talk about it on the podcast. But I don't know yet. Maybe if we get some public funding for our yeah. movie tickets. <laughs> but I mean, they're only like five bucks, but they're not too bad. Yeah. So you know, moving into our next thing here, our next and last thing, we're yeah. currently sitting at around fifty-five minutes. There's going to be some cuts, so probably shorter than that. Um, decided to do a little fun thing to end it here. We got, yes, you know, we talk a lot about sports, talk a lot about MCU and movies and stuff. Yes, sir. We're doing an MCU football draft. Football draft, yes, and honor the Super Bowl. We are drafting two teams with MCU characters, not full teams. We don't feel like picking 22 people, people, 53 people. We're doing a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, and then we're doing a defensive lineman, a corner, a linebacker, and a safety. Mm-hmm. So We're going to do a snake draft here. Um, snake draft once a person is picked he cannot pick to get be picked again even if it's a different position so what we'll do is we'll say i'm drafting you know batman 
obviously Batman's not in it. I'm drafting Batman <laughs> to be my running back, and then Batman can't be taken for anything else the entire draft. Um, let us know whose team you think is better, whose we'll, team would win yeah, in the we'll game. We'll put a poll on Twitter. Vote. Yeah, we'll put a poll. Please vote on it. Um, all 60 followers. Hey, our follower count's going up, though. That is true. We'll see how many people actually listen. It'll probably just be like your dad and my mom that votes <laughs> on the poll. Shout out, mom. She was upset I didn't shout her out. My dad's gotten shout out enough. You don't get one this episode. <laughs> uh, so snake draft, Ty. Um, let's do this. Heads or tails? Tails never fails, Jason. Tails never fails. Google just flipped. Heads. I swear to God, I'll show you this. I've been lied to my entire life, but go ahead. Do you believe me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'll go first. Um, there's a lot of good ones in here. Let me go on my document. So time out here. Do you want to go first? Or since we're doing the snake draft, do you want that second or third pick? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, I'll go second and third. Okay. So I get to go first? Yeah. All right. So I really hope you don't take mine. I got a lot of options here, but I think, you know, some people will fit good at positions. I think there's one person who is the best choice for one position. That's what I was worried about. It's wide receiver. Oh, okay. So, thing there. Okay, I know who you're picking. It's got to be Spider-Man. Yep. Wide receiver. He sticks Sticky to everything. Hands. He's not going to drop a single pass. Yeah, not going to drop a pass. He's That's athletic. True. He's going to jump up. He's going to moss people, even though he's a short little kid. Yeah, I mean, he's got the hops. He's got the hands. He can web balls out of the air. Exactly. That's... So there, I had him as my number one wide receiver by as well. far, the best choice for position is Spider Man as wide receiver. Spider Man as wide receiver, okay. Um, this, see, my quarterback, I have a perfect quarterback tie, but I don't know if I should pick him this early in the draft. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's the most important position. I have two people that I chose for quarterback. As um, one that I chose, one as a backup. I feel like you chose one of them because there's two really good fits. I feel like. See, but I don't see. There's two positions I think that are good fits. And I feel like the other positions, they're kind of murky. You know, mm-hmm. you could kind of throw anyone in the defensive line, the offensive line. And those picks kind of are going to go off of what you pick. Okay. So my first pick, I'm going to go with quarterback Hawkeye. Mm. That man's accurate, man. He's quite accurate. That man hits everything, <laughs> bro. You want to talk about Tom Brady, not Drew Brees? That's Hawkeye right there for you. I, he might, You know, he I don't know how hard he choice. can throw, but everything's going to be right where he wants it. Mm-hmm. You know, perfect to the hands, everything. You know, so that's my uh, that's my quarterback. You know, Ty, what do you think of my quarterback selection? That was a great choice. I would have chosen him if you didn't. Well, I would have chosen him if you chose my other person. Uh, I wonder who that is. I, I wonder if we have the same two. My next pick is going to be our running back. I had a funny one as my backup just in case you picked mm, him. Okay. I'm going to go with Quicksilver. You mother... Quicksilver. That boy is I, not going to be touched. It's very self-explanatory there. <laughs> if Hawkeye doesn't have a good receiver to throw to, he's just going to hand it off and Quicksilver is going to outrun everyone. So I that's guaranteed touchdown. I mean, he could get tackled at the line, mm-hmm. but yeah, Quicksilver as my running back. I couldn't pass up on him at okay. running back. So uh, now I get the next two picks. Yes, sir. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm making a pretty bad selection here probably by choosing my offensive lineman with my second choice. <laughs> but you're going to be damned if you get past this man. Okay. Going with the villain. Okay. He wears a glove. And his name is that. There's no way you can pass Thanos. I don't care who you got. <laughs> She's got he's Thanos. Whatever. Offensive lineman Thanos. Okay, I had him on my defensive line. Uh, he was my backup. Didn't have him on the line. offensive line. Now, I don't know where to go here. That's Yeah, that's the hard part. You don't Because some of these people can kind of really play wherever. I don't think you're going to choose my quarterback at any other position, so it doesn't matter. Interesting. Um, I do think a... Oh, 
I'm going to go defensive line. Defensive line, okay. I want you to pick who I think you're going to pick. It's going to be who you think. Hulk? It's going to be Hulk. All right. Because no one's getting past Thanos, but no one's stopping the Hulk. I beg to differ, sir. I have a selection that is my number one selection that I think can pass. You know what? You do that, Jason. The Hulk's getting by everyone. Hulk's going to smash that quarterback. Go ahead and write your uh, person on your roster right now. Mm. Defensive lineman Hulk. My offensive lineman. My number two was Drax. Batista? Yeah. For what? For offensive line. I'm not picking him. Okay. He wasn't even on my list, so. I just thought it was funny because it's like the Guardians of the Galaxy. He would play like guard, offensive guard. guard. (laughs) Uh, I was going to pick the whole Guardians of the Galaxy and run a five-man line or a four (laughs) four or five? Five-man. Five-man line, but Tyler said I couldn't do that. So you got Hulk on the defensive line. I'm going to put Hulkbuster on the offensive line. Hmm. I could have probably saved that pick for later upon you reflection. Really I'm fine with it. Because you already have your offensive and defensive <laughs> line picked. That was now, a, I a poor for choice you. selection. Yes, sir. Hulkbuster is a suit, Jason. So does that mean Iron Man is your defensive line? Because it's it was either Bruce Banner, who's been chosen as the Hulk, or Iron Man. Yeah, that's Hulkbuster. fine. I don't need Iron Man. So Iron Man's off the board. Iron Man in his Hulkbuster suit on and the offensive, offensive line. line. I didn't think about that. I'll be honest. I know. So, fair enough. Um... Defensive line, I have Hulk and Thanos. I'm going to have to think about who I'm picking up. I, ooh, that could be a good one, actually. I'm going to save it, though, because you already picked your offensive and defensive line. Okay. Let's go with let's go with linebacker. Yeah, okay. That's the one I was going to go with next. So, so I'm gonna linebacker, you want someone who's athletic. You want someone who's strong, you who's fast. You know, so I'm going to go with Thor. Motherfucker. Thor, you know, he's fast. He's got his hammer. You know how many good linebackers there range. are with the long blonde hair? He looks like Clay Matthews. Thor is the perfect linebacker. He is. And that's he's why... He's going to be my choice. That's why he's my choice, Ty. I don't even know where to go now. You really just fucked up my system. You haven't drafted your quarterback or running back yet. I don't think you're going to care about my quarterback. You uh, took my running back. You took my linebacker. There we go, buddy. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go safety, Jason. Safety, okay. You know who I'm going to put at safety? You know what? Who are you going to put at safety? I'm going to let you choose. Do you want a hero or a villain at safety? Because I have two that are basically identical. Villain. I'm going to put Vulture at safety. Vulture? Mm Mm-hmm. From Spider-Man. Yep. The man can fly. (laughs) That man can fly. He's going to cover every single deep ball Hawkeye throws. I need to have him on my list. My other choice is Hawkeye. Basically the same character. <laughs> he just has guns. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got Vulture at safety. All right, Vulture. Wait, your other choice was Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye, Falcon. Falcon. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Hawkeye doesn't have wings. Yeah, I messed that up. Um, okay. And... Come on, Ty. I don't know who else you're going to choose here. Korg. Oh, by the way, guys, I forgot to mention this at the top of the episode. I'm dripping in swag today. That was going to be my lead. <laughs> I got my new Hot Topic. I never shop at Hot Topic. Hot Topic Korg shirt. If anyone knows her, listen to the past episode. Korg is like my favorite MCU character. And then if you pull up my new pants I got, I got some Undertaker gray socks, bro. I got the Undertaker face on one side. And on the other side, I got the little Undertaker purple logo. So I'm dripping in swag, Ty. You look good. Dripping. You look good. Thank you. Jason, I'm going to choose my quarterback. Who's your quarterback, Ty? I think I might know who it You're is. You're going with accuracy? Yes. I'm going with power. Going with power, all right. We're going to do the Winter Soldier. That man's got yeah. a robot arm. Oh, Winter Soldier. He's got a robot arm. He does literally, literally have a robot arm. Literally. Yeah. 
He's going to be able to throw it. Patrick Mahomes as the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's a good selection. I thought when you were saying that, I thought you were going to pick someone else. Um, so I already got my linebacker. I got linebacker, quarterback, running back, and offensive lineman. So I need a receiver, D-line, safety, corner. I don't think you'll pick my safety. My corner was Iron Man. I didn't think about the Iron Man Hulkbuster thing, so I got to think that through. My corner was also Iron Man, but I have a very good backup plan. I think I'll go wide receiver because he's kind of a more athletic hero. And I want to pick the athletic ones first, so I'm going to go with Black Panther as my wide receiver. He was also my backup wide receiver. He's, you know, Spider-Man was my number one. He's quick. He's agile. Mm -hmm. He'll claw you. He's got them claws. If the ref from the Saints-Rams game, he's not going to see it if he claws him. So, I mean, that's really all I could really think of for wide receiver. You know, whether or not he can catch is up for debate. He's got a claw. He's a cat reflexes. That's true. He's literally a cat. I don't know why I'm helping build your team up here. Literally a cat, Ty. You're right. <laughs> all right. So now I need probably a defensive player to – because I don't think you're going to pick my – well, no, I'm already done with offense. What am I saying? So, yeah, definitely going with the defensive player. You're not going to pick my safety because it's kind of funny. I already picked my linebacker. Defensive – I don't want to waste my – Okay, here's my logic here. I want to pick Captain America because he's the most athletic hero left. But where would he fit? I know. Safety, corner. I'm going to go with corner. Fair enough. Captain America, you know, he's quick too. They're in Winter Soldier, wasn't he running right next to Black Panther like at the same speed? Not when Infinity or War. In, yeah. Not Infinity War. Uh, well, yeah, Infinity War too. But didn't that happen in... um. Oh, Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just as fast. I will say... He's got a shield to block the passes and throw the shield in the air I and the same block the pass. I was going to put him at linebacker. He's got the shield to knock down the run, and there's a scene where he, like, runs over and, like, swats a grenade out of the air. Exactly. That's going to be him at cornerback, bro. So, fair enough. I had to pick him. All right. I'm going to go corner here. I can't choose Iron Man. You can't? You're right. So I'm going to choose Ultron. Oh, Okay. Because corners are usually dicks, if we're being honest here. <laughs> Ultron's a bad guy, and he's basically Iron Man. Yeah. I mean... He's going to lock people down on defense. With a robot mind. Exactly. Yeah. He can calculate stuff. So I like that pick. I got yeah. Ultron at corner. Who's your uh, next pick, sir? No, I have wider... Or not wider, sir. I have running, running back. back left and my Safe. linebacker. D? Who's your safety? Vulture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Now, I only get to choose one of these. Yes, sir. I don't think we have any more of the same, honestly. I don't like either one of my backups here. Because these I'm on third string for running back, and I'm on third string for linebacker. Probably should have changed my order, not draft <laughs> that offensive line, second overall. Now, I'm not going to choose Black Panther. You know well, what? you don't have a choice because Black Panther's already chosen. That, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> I'm going to change it up, Jason. I need a linebacker. Yes. Choose an Umbaku. 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 That is a big boy. That was a big boy who was fast. He, I mean, he basically almost beat Black Panther at the beginning of that movie. Yeah, almost. Is he Thor, though? Okay, I wanted Thor. <laughs> I didn't get Thor, so now I have Umbaku. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I, think he's a good I don't know if he can linebacker. keep up with all the heroes, though. We'll see. I mean, we won't see. He's a linebacker. Linebacker? Decent pick. I'll get grade that a 6 out of 10. But I don't really know who else you pick at this point besides Korg. Um, <laughs> should have took cord. <laughs> so I got safety and defensive line left, and I get two picks, and then your last pick. Mm-hmm. So safety. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I really don't. But I'm gonna pick it anyways. You gotta hear me out here. I'm gonna pick vision. For safety. It's for safety because you know 
He's just got that vision. He's got that field he vision. That he's going to see what the offense is running. He's going to break down in his zones. He's going to break plays down before they happen. He's just got that vision, you know? He's like Heimdall, Heim whatever his name is. You know, he sees things happen. He's smart. He is, you know, athletic and everything. So I think he'll be a good safety. He'll be all around the field, you know, dictating the offense, the defense. And I think that's a good pick. I can't argue with him about Jay. My defensive line is a little bit of a different one. <laughs> he was my backup running back. Okay. Weird combo here. My defensive line, I had Hulk and Thanos. Didn't have a third option. For defensive line, I'm going to go with one person that might be able to get through Thanos. I'm going to go with Ant-Man. Mm, I had a feeling you were going that way. Ant-Man. He can shrink down to the size of an ant, sneak around Thanos, or after Endgame, might be able to use a Quantum Realm at his ease. Who knows? If he could just Quantum Realm from his hike, from the, the hike, and then just Quantum Realm back... Only a second ahead of time because Quantum Realm, we don't know how the time works. He could sack the quarterback right away every time. And I think that's why I'm picking I don't think him. he's getting past Thanos. I'm going to stand by my Thanos pick at offensive line. Somehow I managed to wait till the very end to choose my running back. And yes, in your last pick. And again... I have a good pick for you, too. But I'm not going to tell you. So I have basically three people. I'm thinking of here, Jason. Yes. Run me through your thought process. I have a villain. Okay. Now, this villain can... He can make people look the other way, let's say. You're looking here, he's over here. Oh, okay. Okay? I got a friend, basically, who's now dead. But he can see everything. Heimdall. Now, you need some vision while you're Same running. logic as my vision. Yeah. Okay. And I basically have bad Black Panther with Killmonger. Okay, neither of those three are what I was thinking. But obviously I'm not going to tell you what I was thinking. I think i got to go with Loki. Loki? Just because yeah, I like I Loki. Mean, I don't think he's the best fit. I mean, he is mischievous. He's he can, mischievous. He can be like, oh, look, the ball's over there. Just kidding. You know what he'd be zone. really good for? Play action passes. He'd be amazing for play action passes. Na- that's a 99 play action rating for Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, since you locked in your pick, I was thinking maybe Doctor Strange. We left him out. He could pause time and just run around everyone. <laughs> I was thinking of that. It was, he's too funky for me to think of how he would work <laughs> in a football game. You just pause everyone and do whatever he wants. It's just unfair. It's a cheat code. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> All right. So we got my team. We got Hawkeye at quarterback, Quicksilver at running back, Black Panther at wide receiver, and the Hulkbuster Iron Man suit to stop Hulk on the offensive line. On the defensive side of things, we got Thor at linebacker, Captain America at cornerback, Ant-Man on the defensive line, <laughs> and uh, Vision at my safety. Tyler, mm-hmm. how's your team? Spider-Man at wide receiver. <laughs> You're talking to the mic. <laughs> Spider-Man at wide receiver. Yes. I got Thanos at offensive line, Hulk at defensive line, Vulture at safety, Winter Soldier at quarterback, linebacker Zumbaku. Nice spelling on that. I don't know if that's correct, but... I'm going to guess it is. <laughs> Running back is Loki. My corner is Ultron. Yes. That's everyone, right? And I think that's everyone. I can't remember <laughs> You one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's everyone. Um, honorable mention, my mascot is Korg. Um, Ooh, that's nice. I don't know where he was going to fit in, but you know what? He led a revolution, and he's just an all-around good guy. He is. He's great. Great team moral guy. We're the rocks. I will say if we had to choose head coaches, <clears throat> Shuri. Yeah? She's basically the female Sean McVay. She's young. She's smart. I'm taking Korg as my head coach. Screw the mascot. He led a revolution. 
He might have had a lot of help, but he led that revolution. He also forgot flyers on the first revolution. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's so, yeah. very, very true. That was fun, guys. Vote on Twitter who you think's team would win in a game in the Marvel MCU Super Bowl. Yeah. Going to be me. Guaranteed. 80% of the votes. 80% of all five votes. Um, coming up next week, we're not too sure who our guest is going to be. Uh, we do want to have a guest. Hopefully every other episode. At one point, maybe every episode. We got some options. Um, I haven't talked to any of them yet. So <laughs> we got people. Though. I don't know how reliable those options are. It won't be an MLB player. You know, it's probably someone you've heard of. You know, might be someone big, might be someone small. Going to have somewhat professional ties, you know. So we'll see. We'll see how that happens. But, yeah, we do want to have a guest. Always welcome to feedback. Let us know what you think of the new segments. And, yeah, anything, any final words, Tyler, to send us off? No, I ain't got, I got nothing. We still don't have an outro song. And I don't know if we're going to do that whole humming thing again. Tyler, are we going to do that humming thing again? How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.